guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So today I want to get into a story in Matthew chapter 8, which has actually been a very confusing story. And I know there's a lot of people who have a difficult time with these verses. And I myself, I don't know how much I fully understand these, but I do understand some principles that are underlying that I think in my mind help these make a little bit more sense to me. And maybe there's some things I still need to learn about these verses. But you get into Matthew chapter 8, verses 18 to 22. It says, when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave the commandment to depart on the other side. Verse 19, a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. Okay, boom, that's that's a bold statement. Verse 20, Jesus saith unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. You know, interesting side note on that. Sidney Rigdon spoke about that verse at the Kirtland Temple dedication for two and a half hours, which if you want to use that verse to kind of compare it to the temple, here's Sidney speaking about this verse. You know, it's like, hey, the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Now, with the Kirtland Temple, he does. Now, I haven't taken the time to really study it out that much, but I do know that Sydney spoke, again, two and a half hours just on that verse, maybe applying this to the temple, which I think is an interesting way to look at that. So verse 21, here's where this story gets a little complicated and a little bit messy if you don't take it with the right spirit. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus saith unto him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Now, on the surface, you're just like, well, that's rude. Why wouldn't Jesus let him go bury his dad? And I've read uh, several commentaries about this. There are some that even suggest that this man's dad probably wasn't even dead yet, but was maybe very sick. And so here's Jesus saying, look, will you just follow me and this other stuff will will take care of itself sometimes when we look at this in a very binary way here's we look at jesus being like nope you can't do this follow me and i don't think that's the way to read this story i think what it is is as you follow me these other things will take care of themselves which there's a wonderful quote i think i've shared it four or five times already this year in fact i shared it this last week when we talked about matthew chapter 6 where Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things shall be added unto it. That, by the way, is a great cross-reference for this. It's the quote from President Benson where it says, When we put God first, all other things fall into their proper place or drop out of our lives. Our love of the Lord will govern the claims for our affection, the demands on our time, the interest we pursue, and the order of our priorities. We should put God ahead of everyone else in our lives. And it doesn't mean that he's like saying, you put me first and you cannot have any other interests. It's you put me first and these other interests will actually go even better. And so when I look at those verses right there, that seems to make more sense to me because that's the Savior that I love and believe in who's saying, put me first and I will show you how I can do all of these wonderful things with you as you put me first. If you were to take that same story and that same concept and you take it over to Mark chapter 3, there's a similar concept. So if you take the same thing and apply it here, it's going to make more sense. Uh, Mark chapter 3 verses 31 to 35. There came then his brethren and his mother. So this is Jesus's 
earthly brothers and his mother, and standing without, sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, uh, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. So your mom and your brothers are out there looking for you. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? Now, I don't think that's Jesus saying, I don't have any mother and brothers. I think what he's saying is, So let's talk about this for a second. So who is my family here? He looked round about on them which sat about him and said, Behold my mother and my brethren, for whoso shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. So what he's trying to say here, it's not, I'm trying to ignore my family. What it is, is if you want to be part of the family, it needs like, who is my mother and my brother? Well, guess what? You all are part of my family because if you're willing to do what I've asked you to do, that makes us brothers and sisters and family like that. Uh, it reminds me of another quote from Ezra Taft Benson, where I've shared this again. It was given in 1988. Both of these quotes that I'm sharing with you from President Benson were given in 1988. Great quote year for President Benson. Men and women who turn their lives over to God will discover that he can make a lot more out of their lives than they can. He will deepen their joys, expand their vision, quicken their minds, strengthen their muscles, lift their spirits, multiply their blessings, increase their opportunities, comfort their souls, raise up friends, pour out peace. There's a lot of promises there when you turn your life over to Jesus Christ. Whosoever will lose his life in the service of God will find eternal life. So if you take those two quotes that I shared with you and you apply them to these stories here that might seem a little unfair on the surface, I think what happens is you put that into perspective and you see that there are demands of discipleship to Jesus Christ, but he's not just going to leave you hanging. He's going to make it better when you put him first. Everything's going to fall into its proper places and he's going to make more out of you than you could on your own. And I love that principle there. And yeah, it seems a little confusing on the surface. But again, if we don't look at it in such a binary way, here's, here's Jesus saying, you put me first and these other things are going to work out just fine. I know that's a true principle and I've seen it happen in my own life and I'm grateful for it. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.